thought leaders, storytellers and griots sharing personal highlights on Stories of the Week. Sundays, we look at the small stories, big ideas, massive inspiration that has taken place during the week. Stories that may have been between the covers or on the front page, but that we thought had uh, huge value as we move forward in South Africa. Now, it was noted earlier this week that various organizations and individuals signed a declaration of support for a program of action called Defend Our Democracy. On the line with us, we have human rights lawyer. She is renowned for the work that she did with the Black Consciousness Movement. She was a former advisor to former President Thabo Mbeki and much more. Advocate Mojanko Gumbi, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle. Advocate, let's talk to the program that has been started, Defend Our Democracy. Some people say it's similar to the Save South Africa campaign, but it is moving forward and it's focusing very specifically on the Constitution, if I'm not mistaken. Well, first of all, Michelle, please allow me to pay tribute to those who lost their lives in Sharpville and Langa so that you and I can enjoy the freedoms that we Today. do now. Absolutely. In essence, this campaign is, is about that. Um, it's about saying their loss of lives was not in vain, and we need to make sure that the freedoms that we enjoy today are protected. We have really watched over the last few years in particular how politicians have disappointed us as citizens. And it is unclear where the country is going now. So this campaign is about taking back the power that we have as citizens. So if you go back to the mass campaigns of the 60s, of the 70s, of the 80s, um, it's in the same vein. But to say that we now need to work out how we move forward, not just mobilize the masses as the bulwark, the final, you know, defender of our democracy, but decide on action to take about what to do. Advocate, you talk about deciding on action. What to your mind, as someone who understands the legal frameworks of this country, but also understands the role of citizens, can we as citizens get engaged with? I think, first of all, Michelle, we need, you know, we, we, we've not paid attention to civic education. Mm. Exactly. So we need people to understand, in the first instance, people think, if I don't do what I'm asked to do, I will not enjoy the benefits that an ordinary democracy would give me. You know, people think their pensions would be taken away. They wouldn't be able to go to hospital and all of that. So they have to support these uh, people that are really, you know, I don't know how to describe them, <laughs> but but it's it's just what they are doing to our people is unaccept, unacceptable. I mean, the very people who steal money for hospital supplies, our people would support because they think this is the only way we can protect the rights that we have. So civic education is important. Wherever you are, to tell people that, no, these rights attached to you, irrespective of who's in government. The second thing, we need to make sure that our people hold their leaders accountable. You cannot keep electing the same person over and over again who comes to you once in five years and promises you the same things. 
you know, if if you look at how people live in Alexandria, uh, the development that was promised to them never happened. If you look at how people live in other areas, in Gippsland, in 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 Bloemfontein, in it's just unacceptable. So people need to know that they need to say to a person, no, without consequences. So it is up to you and I to say to people, we will make sure that there are no consequences if you say no. So, so advocates, I want to go get back to civic education in a moment because I think that's absolutely critical and I think civic education also talks to a social compact as well. Now, when you say hold our leaders accountable, um, you need to break that down for us because let's break these things down. We are told, again, we need civic education. The social compact is broken. Hold our leaders accountable. What does that mean for us? So what does it mean for me? What does it mean for you? What does it mean for the man on the corner uh, down the road from me? Sure. So on just last week, I was in the car with an 18-year-old from Soweto preparing for her to go to school. So the news come on, and uh, in the news they say, oh, we've not been able to do something because of COVID spending. So she quips, she's sitting in the back, she's like, oh, they just like blaming this COVID for nothing. Hmm. And she says it in rule. So I said to her, what do you mean? <laughs> she's like, no, mama, they blame COVID for everything when in fact they're stealing. So I said, who? She says the counselors. You know, because those are the closest to her. Uh, she says, we know what they do with our money. So I asked them, say, what are you going to do about it? She says, ah, when they come this year again, we're not going to vote them. So that's the first. She's 18. Yep. So it will be her first vote. So I think us who have a voice need to say to people, you don't have to vote for these crooks. Yeah, That's the first part of a practical one, to say don't bring them back into office. I think the second one is to be active. You know, if there's a meeting called, if the Johannesburg City Council calls a meeting, go there and ask questions. In whatever language, there will be interpreters or whatever to ask, but what do you mean? You said you were going to fix the following thing, mm. and you didn't. And when we went to the last meeting, there was a budget approved for that. Where is that money? What happened to it? Because yeah. you have a right to ask that, you know. And But I think the important thing, Michelle, is that us who are sort of the elite, should find the right organizations, which are in this group um, of ours, in this campaign, fortunately, to protect them should there be repercussions for these people who ask the right questions. So, Advocate, we need to go to a break, but when we come back from the break, I uh, want to... Oh, no, the break is... Sorry, I'm, I'm getting that one wrong. But I do have a listener who has called in to, 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 to really just... Get some insights from you. Let's go to it. Morning, Michelle. Can Advocate Mujanku just explain how this will be different from COSAC, you know, the, the other organization that 
also supposedly in defense of our constitution, the one by Lawson I do. Uh, I just need to understand the difference. There we are, thanks. Majanku? Okay, no, the Lawson I do's organization, let me not say, COSAC, is an organization that just looks at the constitution alone. He is is a part of this campaign. We are not in COSAC. Uh, This campaign includes many people. I'm not in the ANC. I've never been a member of the ANC, for instance. Uh, But this campaign has been joined by people across the board, uh, not just individual organizations. For instance, the Legal Resources Center, which also uh, represents people to defend the constitution, is a constituent member of this one. So it's a broader mass-based organization which seeks to mobilize the masses, not just bring cases to court to to focus on the constitution. This focuses more on beyond the constitution, you know, focuses on morality, on issues of legality generally, on issues of or the behavior of police, on landlessness, on on just just resetting, you know, the the clock on our country to put it on a better trajectory because we can we can this country can be great again are you confident honestly advocate that we can reset i think a lot of people i mean i see this in a lot of our messages from our listeners as well they feel exhausted i think COVID has exhausted them completely Uh, they are tired and they're just going well i don't see how this is going to change in fact it's just getting worse i am totally confident michelle we almost came to the brink where I think people were just like, let's just leave it. And I've said it at the launch that I've seen countries that were in conflict that really collapsed, you know, failed states. Yeah. I'm not going to sit back and watch this country become a failed state. I've traveled across the African continent and seen them. I'm not going to sit back. And that's why I agreed to join this campaign. There's a huge difference between a fragile state and a failed state, if we're going to use that terminology. And in many ways, it feels as though we are a fragile state, which takes us to the idea of civic education. If you're going to uh, educate, you need to start all the way from the bottom, work all the way to adulthood. I mean, I love the idea of the 18-year-old sitting in the car. What about the 7-year-old, the 8-year-old, the 9-year-old and the like? Absolutely. Everyone, that's where it's important to focus on the parents as well. Yeah. Because they will pass the message to the seven-year-old and the nine-year-old to say, these are the things that are unacceptable if you're a citizen. So so I'm absolutely excited. There are many people who are excited about it. I think we left it almost too long. Yeah. But I think we can reset that log. So the Defend Our Democracy Program of Action has uh, been launched. If people want to engage and support you and work with you and offer their volunteer, their skills and their time and the like, what do they do? There's many things that can happen. I mean, first of all, we're asking people wherever they are to join the campaign. So it is electronic and, and all of that. There are activities that are planned 
for Monday at the Constitutional Court, and uh, there are some activities that are planned against the the principle of the defiance of a constitution by a person who was I mean, who was given the responsibility to uphold that constitution. But uh, the campaigns are going to be carried out across the country. Wherever wrongdoing happens, we encourage people to say, this is not going to happen, not in our name. So the program will unfold as we go along. But the business community has got its own program. The, the churches have got their program. Civil society groups have got their programs. The unions have got their programs. We ask you, Michelle, to partner as the media and just stay in touch and just make the information available as widely as possible. Advocate, you have my cell phone number. Advocate Bojan Kugumbi, human rights lawyer and one of those who are working on the Defend Our Democracy program of action.